whatever you are holding on to that is no longer serving you, it's time to really break that hold that it has on you and let it go. I know that is way easier said than done. Grown Girl Gang, welcome back to the Go We Go Now podcast. If you are looking for tips, advice, and or inspiration, then you are in the right place. This podcast was created to help you navigate life and live your most fulfilled life. I hope you all are having the happiest of holidays, but if you aren't, that is also okay. I do want to acknowledge that the holidays can really be hard and super stressful. For those who are missing a loved one, if you are struggling mentally, financially, if you are having feelings of loneliness or you are feeling overwhelmed and you are just waiting for the holidays to pass because they just are so challenging, I want to let you know that I see you and my heart goes out to you. If you are overwhelmed with the holiday festivities, please give yourself permission to take a moment and take time for yourself If you are feeling lonely, please reach out to your loved ones. I promise they want to hear from you. I am truly just wishing everyone health and love during this time of year. So this is our final episode of 2023 and I'm feeling so bittersweet about it. I am so excited for all that's in store for this podcast in 2024 and I'm equally as excited and proud for all that this podcast has accomplished over this year. Since this is our final episode, it only makes sense that before I get into the episode, I share something that I'm grateful for in 2023 and something that I'm looking forward to in 20. 24 when it comes to this podcast. I'm grateful for all the guests who have seen my mission for this podcast and who came on and shared their expertise and or stories. And of course, I'm grateful for the Grown Girl Gang who tune in and send me the sweetest DMs. Literally, when you guys send me a DM and feedback on episodes, it means the world to me. It really just affirms to me that I'm doing exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. So, that's what I'm grateful for in 2023. Now in 2024, I'm looking forward to really growing the Grown Girl Gang and building a community where we can really support and inspire each other as well as getting you all more involved with picking topics for our series and episodes and getting you guys involved in the questions that I ask the guests and really making sure that I'm bringing you episodes that you really want and that you're super excited about. So I have a few ideas on how I'm going to try to do that this coming year. So I'm really excited to try those things out. In the meantime, if you could take a couple of seconds to rate and review the podcast, that would be so, so helpful in getting my podcast out to more listeners as well as letting me know how I can improve and what you are loving about the episodes. If you are using Apple Podcasts, all you have to do is hit the back arrow and go to the main Girl We Grown Now podcast page, scroll to the bottom, and there you will see where you can rate and review. It should take you less than 30 seconds and it will make such a huge impact for the podcast. So if you can take the time to do that, I would be so grateful. Okay, so now let's get into this episode. Since we are in the final episode of 2023, as I mentioned, I thought that it would be great to talk about decluttering and letting go of the things that are no longer serving us to make space to call in the new things that we really want in 2024. This 
episode is all about out with the old and in with the new. Whatever you are holding on to that is no longer serving you, it's time to really break that hold that it has on you and let it go. I know that is way easier said than done, but I do think that it is worth saying. So whether that's a relationship, a grudge, resentment, whatever it is, it's really time to do the healing work and let it go because it is taking up space and holding you back from the good things that are meant for you. I know when a lot of us think about decluttering, we tend to think about getting rid of physical or digital clutter, but we can't neglect the emotional and mental clutter that we tend to hold on to as well. While yes, I am actually going to be encouraging you to unsubscribe from emails that are no longer serving you and putting the clothes that you never wear on Poshmark, but I want you to consider the relationship baggage, the habits, and the patterns that are no longer serving you and intentionally shift away from those things that just aren't adding any value into your life. I know I had to learn that the longer that I held on to things that were not serving me, the longer it would take me to be able to create the space to call in the things that I really wanted because I just didn't have the space or I didn't have the time or the mental or emotional capacity to be able to take in all these things that I really wanted while also just holding on to the different past issues or drama that was consuming my mind because that had just become my norm. And when you think about things that you've been holding on to, it can be really scary to let them go even if they are super chaotic and in the back of your mind, you know they are toxic or they are time wasters or energy zappers. It's like we subconsciously know these things, but it doesn't make it any easier to let them go and get rid of them. Growth and change seems so scary, but we really underestimate how freeing letting go of the things and choosing to grow actually is, and it won't come without the challenges, and it may hurt a little, but when we start to think about the long-term vision over the right now, that's when our mindset starts to shift. Of course, it's so natural to want to feel good now. That's truly human nature because why would we want to do something hard and challenging when what we're currently doing is easier or comfortable? That's why it's so hard because you have to go against what's comfortable and what you're accustomed to in this moment and go after what you know will have the long-term effects and that will align with the vision that you have for yourself. So I want to talk about three types of clutter that I think are super important to detox from and to get rid of. So the first one is physical and digital clutter. I figure we might as well start with something that we all are kind of used to and we've thought about at some point. Whether or not we've done it is a whole different story, but I know we've all looked at our spaces and thought I probably should declutter and get rid of some of these things that I don't use. So we have to remind ourselves that our surroundings and environment matter and that includes our spaces at home. If it's cluttered and disorganized, you will be cluttered and disorganized. You won't be able to find what you're looking for. I know we've all been there where we couldn't find our car 
car keys or we couldn't find our glasses or something that we really needed and we had to search for them and it really just one it wasted time and maybe even made us late to where we were going and it was just so frustrating that is one small example as to why we need to make sure that we can have an organized space if you are trying to go out and achieve all of these things and you have all of these goals but your space is chaotic it's going to be so hard for you to go full force and focus on the goals because you are going to have that clutter in your mind or you're constantly going to be thinking about how you need to declutter and how you need to organize or why you can't find things. So to make it easier to achieve your goals and to get the things that you want, you have to be willing to take the time to declutter and organize your space. A big, big goal of mine is knowing exactly where everything is in my house to the point where I can take inventory of all the things that I have that if something went missing, I would notice. Of course, we know our favorite things and the things we use all the time. Yes, we have inventory of those things, but I really want to be able to have inventory of most of my things. And I want to make sure that I know exactly where everything is. And that's actually something that I will admit is such a challenge for me because I have always been the ultimate shopper. I love clothes. I love shoes. The more, the better. But the older I get, the more I realize that I really just don't need all of these things. So getting rid of them and downsizing and organizing is on my list of things that's really going to enhance my life. So I want to share some tips to help declutter. So the first one is digitally. I know that I'm guilty of this, but I have multiple emails. So I have a specific email address where most of my subscriptions to stores and different things like that are associated with that email address. It got so bad that I literally was like, you know what? I'm going to start a new email address where I have one for things that are important and then one that's like all the junk subscriptions. But if that is you, I'm here to tell you that it is time to clean up that inbox, unsubscribe from all the things that are tempting you to overspend and overconsume and just take the time to do it. I know it seems like so much time, but if you are traveling and you're just sitting in the airport and looking at Instagram or TikTok, just take 30 minutes or maybe an hour and just start mass deleting emails and unsubscribing from stores and places that you don't need that subscription for. It's not adding value to your life and half the time it's stores that you don't even shop at and like. So do yourself that favor and unsubscribe. Tip number two, set boundaries or rules around the purchases that you make that take up space like clothes, shoes, books, and things like that. For example, a really good rule that I know one of my coworkers has is that when they buy something new, they have to get rid of something old. And so one that is going to make you think about if you really need this new item and if you have something that you would be willing to get rid of. And two, that is just going to help you not allow your space to get to a place where it's cluttered and you just have way too many things and you actually have space or room for. Number three, and this is honestly the tip that I'm at, so I'll have to let you guys know how it goes, but really just do an initial deep clean. I know it sounds so painful, but do that initial deep clean. And then after that, try to go through your things two to three times a year. Hopefully, if you do set some kind of rules about your purchases where you do have to get rid of something before you can bring in something new or something along those lines. And hopefully when you go through your things a few times a year, it won't be that painful. But of course, the first big clean 
and declutter is going to be pretty painful, but just really remind yourself why you're doing it and what the benefits are. But when you do that big clean, my favorite thing to do is to create piles. I would say create four, create a pile for what you want to keep, what you want to donate, what you want to sell, and then what is just trash that you're going to toss. And the tip that I've read that is actually a Marie Kondo tip is that our natural instinct is to declutter by room or by location, but she suggests that you declutter by category since a lot of times we store the same things in multiple rooms. It can be really easy to overlook how many books you have, for example, if you have books in every room. So her tip is to do it by category, meaning if you are going to declutter books, do all the books in all the rooms and you do the same for your clothes, shoes, movies, purses, and so on. And I have not tried that tip, but it is a tip that I am going to try because it makes a lot of sense that decluttering by categories can make a huge difference so that you can actually see everything that you own in that category and really be intentional about what you want to keep. Okay, so let's talk about mind clutter. Mind clutter, I feel like, is a clutter that can really get you off track. Some causes of a cluttered mind are focusing on the negative, letting things ruminate and just letting them fester and just letting them take hold of your mind to where you can't really think about other things or you just think about it constantly that it consumes you. Holding on to emotions from resentment and past negative experiences and this is a biggie but constantly worrying about the things that you cannot control. When our minds are cluttered it creates so much confusion. We tend to get very easily distracted and it can be really hard to focus because again like you just can't get all of those things that are consuming you out of your mind and that can lead us to being super disorganized and really have a negative impact on our decision-making skills and productivity, which if you are someone who is trying to accomplish a lot of things and you have a lot of tasks and goals that you want to do, that is really going to have a huge impact that will set you back. If we want to free our minds, we have to be really intentional and disciplined when it comes to where we put our attention and how we spend our time. So here are a few tips to help declutter the mind. The first First tip is to meditate, really taking the time to be still and be present. I think it's a really good practice. It really allows you to take your mind to a place of clarity and mental calmness to a point where if you commit to this practice, it becomes really natural and effortless. The second tip is to transfer your thoughts to paper. So if you were like me and you feel like you always have an idea, especially for me, I feel like if I'm driving or walking, anytime I'm actively doing something, I feel like I get so many ideas. And the best thing that you can do is to transfer those ideas on paper so that you don't have to worry about remembering them. A lot of times I do this by just using my notes app on my phone, but I think another really good way to do this is through journaling at the end of the day. If you are a journaler in your journal session, just take a few extra minutes to do a brain dump of the day so that you literally can write down all your thoughts and everything that's in your head so that you can clear your head so that you can get a good night's sleep. Because when your mind is cluttered and you have so many things on your mind, it's going to affect your sleep. You are going to wake up thinking about something or worrying about something. And I know for me, when I do that, I can't go back to sleep. And we need sleep in order to 
to be productive and to go after all the things they're trying to go after. So it's going to be super important to make sure that you are clearing your mind at the end of the day if you are one of the people that have a very active and busy mind. The third tip is to set your intentions of the day. So this really goes hand in hand with the previous tip. If you wrote something down, a big idea or something that you really want to do, really set the intention to work on these things that are super important to you and meaningful to you and focus on completing them. When you set your intentions for the day, you are setting clear priorities of what you will be focusing on for that day. So if you can set one to three intentions or priorities for the day, it'll help you narrow down what the day's focus will be. And I actually had this conversation with a family member the other day. They were telling me that they just always have this to-do list in their head and they never can finish it because it constantly grows. And I told her, I was like, well, maybe you need to set boundaries around that. Why don't you say, this is my to-do list for today. I can't add to it. And anything that comes up, I will write it down and put it on tomorrow's to-do list. Because I think when you are someone who creates lots of to-do lists, especially in your head, you are going to get really frustrated if you can't complete them. And you have to be really, really realistic with your time and what you can actually do. So the best way to set yourself up for success to be able to complete your to-do list is by setting intentions and prioritizing and being realistic by only prioritizing a few things a day, knowing that if you make yourself a long list, you aren't going to be able to get it done. And whatever is the most important thing on your list, those are the things that you can commit to doing at the beginning of the week. And the things that don't have to be done right away, you can save those tasks for the end of the week. So it really is about what the priority level is of the task and what is realistic for you to actually do. And then you can use those two things to set your daily priorities for each week. And then the next tip is to really challenge your negative thoughts. When you let your mind get consumed by negative thoughts, it really is going to deter you from all of the things that you want to do because you can't create a positive result from a negative mind. So it's so important to replace negative thoughts with positive affirmation. So if you find yourself really being hard on yourself because you are not getting things done, this is the perfect opportunity to replace that with a positive habit. So figure out why you are not able to accomplish the things that you've set out to do. If it's because you are watching TV instead of doing those things or because you're so burnt out at work, whatever the thing is that is causing the negativity in your mind and towards yourself, you really have to get to the root of it, figure out a solution and what positive habit you can replace that with. For example, if you were in the habit of turning the TV on right after you get off work, but your intention is to spend an hour reading or working on your goals, then you have to put yourself in a position to not be tempted by the TV. So maybe that means unplugging the TV or putting the remote in a place that's not so visible. Just figuring out what you can do to resist those temptations so that you can accomplish what you are going after. A lot of times, once we accomplish one thing that gives us the confidence to keep going after our list of tasks and goals that we want to do. So a lot of times we really 
really just have to get over the negativity or the distractions of what's keeping us from accomplishing our initial goal. And again, like I said, once we accomplish our first goal, it's going to be that much easier to go after the second one. And then the last tip for mind clutter is to exercise. I think a lot of us have heard that exercising truly is a mood booster. We feel so much better. And I know for me, especially cardio, like a walk or a run is the best way to clear my mind. Trust me, if you have not tried it, try it. Just go on a hawker walk for set your timer for 30 minutes or however long and just see how it affects your mind and your mood. And I just really think that you are going to be hooked. So now let's talk about heart clutter. Decluttering your heart truly is healing. Before we take the steps to heal trauma and to overcome the experiences that we face, a lot of times we stuff things so deep down and we don't really want to relive those things. We don't want to bring them back up because they are so triggering and they can be really scary to face and to find healing for. But when we are able to let go of our hurts from the past, it allows us to open our heart to new possibilities. I feel like this really shows up in relationships, whether they're platonic or romantic or family relationships. When someone does something to hurt you, it can really impact you and it can cause a lot of emotional distress and it can also cause a trauma response of avoidance to where we just want to push that away and not deal with it. Or I've seen it manifest in the opposite way and that person can become overly attached to the person that's hurting them. And either way, it's just not a healthy place to be in. So we have to do the work and we have to be willing to heal that and not just avoid it or to overly cling to someone to try to prove how lovable we are or that they should want us in their lives. And I would say the biggest tip that I have for getting rid of heart clutter is to be willing to let go even if it hurts. Anything that keeps you in the past and sad, it just isn't good for you. Even if it hurts, we have to find ways to let go and trust that it will hurt less than holding on to things that are not meant for us and that are causing us more harm than good. I really do think matters of the heart are some of the most challenging things to declutter and to detox from, but I know what has really worked for me is therapy. I feel like it is really life-changing when you find the right therapist, but one thing that I learned is that when you go to therapy, it's all about focusing on how you show up and giving a lot of grace to the fact that we are all human. As humans, we are going to make mistakes. We are going to hurt people. We're going to let people down all of the things. And the reality is that not everyone is capable of loving you the way that you want to be loved and vice versa. You might not be capable of loving someone the way that they want you to love them, or maybe you can't show up for them the way that they need you to. And that is okay because as humans, we have to give each other grace and we have to know that not all relationships are meant to be lifelong relationships, but we will find our people. We just have to make sure that we are tending to the matters of the heart so that we are able to let in those really good relationships that we need and that are meant for us. I know I went through those three subjects kind of quickly, 
But what I will leave you all with is that while you are reflecting on 2023 and you are setting your goals, really take the time to hone in on the things that you know that you need to declutter and detox from in your life and hold yourself accountable to the fact that you are going to make that happen so that you can live your most fulfilled life in 2024. That is truly my goal for all of us is to really figure out what we need to do and what we want out of life that will get us to our most fulfilled life and the healthiest versions of ourselves. I know that life, it really is so fragile and also so beautiful at the same time that I don't want any of us to be stuck in patterns and habits that are keeping us from the life that we deserve. All right, grown girl gang, the next time we chat, it'll be 2024. I hope you all can get the rest and recovery needed before the start of the new year. And until then, I will see you in 2024. Bye, Grown Girl Gang. Thank you all for tuning in to this week's episode. If you really loved the episode and you felt like it resonated with you, be sure to share the love and share the episode with a friend. Also, if you could take a minute and head to the review section wherever you listen to your podcast and leave me a review, letting me know what you're loving about these episodes and which topics you want to hear next. That way, I can make sure that I continue creating episodes that you love. Also, make sure you hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode. Until next week, bye, Grown Girl Gang.